to the Coaches in the Mouth pod. This is Coach Jeff Williams along with Coach Bray Cook and the Mouth Brent Bender. Man, what a show we got for you today. We've got, we're going to talk a little hogs. Uh, you know, they've got out of the month of of, of just the grind. The grind. That's the a great over. word. The grind of the, the month from the hell gun. right there. But we're out of that part of it, and we'll get on and talk about a little bit hogs in Mississippi State. Also got uh, Danny McEwen coming on with our BSN Player of the Week. Got Coach Fimple coming on with our picks. Uh, and the Triple Crown man, Derek himself. Also two exclusive interviews uh, with uh, Jeremy Burns and hopefully Zach Watson if we can get him on here. So, well, let's get right into it. Uh, went down to Tuscaloosa Saturday. Uh, was uh, And I made the statement. Hey, I think they figured it out. Alabama has on, on what their formula is to win. And we needed a little bit of an off night. And I thought Alabama was off just a little bit offensively. Thought, man, defensively played outstanding. You know, offensively, we gave ourselves a chance there at the end, uh, you know, to, to win the ball game. Got down, came back, a whole, whole nine yards. Bray, what was your take of uh, of the game against Alabama with the Hawks? I mean, there's, there's two sides of it. And, and one, you, you've got to come away, you know, a little bit at least, you know, it's Alabama, and we went to Alabama, and we competed and had a chance, to, you know, to, to win that ball game. And and so there's there's part of you that says um, that's a step forward for the Hogs, but then you know you know I, I look back at my senior year and we lose to Alabama at home. I think it was thirteen to fourteen, maybe. Yeah. Uh, missed a field goal. We we dropped one in the back of the end zone, and so there's there's so many points left on the on the field, and and so the other side of that coin is man, you had Alabama when a year that you probably shouldn't have. And that that's tough. Yeah, that, that, that you know everybody's talking about. You know, this is a year to get them, but there's only one team that's got them so far as mm-hmm. Texas, and mm-hmm. and so you know it, it is what it is. Brent, what what was your takeaway from everything? Well, my take was in the in the in the first half of the game, we were just trying to keep our head above water, and then as the as the third quarter progressed. And we got into the fourth quarter. We started saying, "Hey, we're making a few plays here. We got a chance. We got a chance to be right here at the end of the game when to win it." And kudos for the effort from our team Saturday. Hogs played hard. Um, you know, on the last drive of the fourth quarter, when we got the ball, we got a we got a nice hole coming for. Uh, I believe it was. Dominion, we had a nice hole, and just so happened the turf monster jumped out there. Oh, JB Grass got him. JB Gra- Grass got him, and you just thought, oh, that's how it goes this year. But uh, proud of the fight from the Hogs this weekend. I mean, no te- no team in America has had the schedule that we've had on the road. Four for the four straight games, four four weeks in a row. Or, and they said, "Well, you had a home game with Texas A and M." No, we didn't. We had to jump. We had to jump on a plane and fly. You know, but uh, very encouraged, especially encouraged with uh, this game coming up with uh, Mississippi State. Well, and and I'm going to ask Bray this because you've been there. I don't know if you've been went on a month on the road like that. How good for the players is it going to feel good to be in 
Razorback Stadium Saturday. I mean, that was mm-hmm. 11 o'clock kickoff, but you know how it is getting on that plane, you know, the hotel, and I mean, mm-hmm. the whole deal. And, and you're going to be playing in front of the home crowd. And I imagine we'll have a nice crowd there Saturday. That's got to yeah. make them feel good. Talk to yeah. me about your experience. You, you, you went through that with some long. Oh, yeah. trips and weeks talk to us well there's there's several different ways to look at it and and one yeah it's huge to be home in front of your in front of your own fans is a, is a big difference uh, versus at tuscaloosa uh, or especially you know at mississippi state you get those cowbells in your face that's a whole different conversation um but it's a big deal to be at home um for multiple reasons um the biggest one in my mind is those offensive linemen who have struggled with some penalties on the road well now you might be able to rein it in a little bit um, and, and not necessarily have to think about the crowd noise, the atmosphere. Now now it's your place. So now you can focus a little bit more on just playing football. And I think so. And, we'll, you know, getting back at home, being familiar, walking, you know, the, walking in the stadium, mm-hmm. and instead of everybody booing you, they're cheering you, you know. Usually. <laughs> and so, yeah. and anyway, you can take that how you want it. But, but uh, you know, I, I think they're going to come out this Saturday and play really well. Uh, Brent, what do you think? Um, I do too. I think – I think it's a game that we should win. I'm looking. I'm. I'm. I am expecting a victory, but uh, and it will be a hard-fought game. I believe uh, it'll be. It will be a fourth-quarter game that's decided either way. But I had a, I had a question for you, uh, Coach Cook, Bray, because you're a. You're a big man, and you've got uh, you've been on the road for four straight weeks, correct? And now, as a big man, you're finally getting to get in your locker room mm-hmm. to dress sure. for Saturday. Yeah. You find you finally got a That's little a great extra. Point. It's it it's a little bit better to get dressed in your red jersey when when you when you're not bumping up against another big bad dude. Okay, you, you know get, you've got room. And you can stretch out a little bit before the game, and I think the Hogs will play a top-notch game Saturday. He brings up a great point. You know, we really should do like a um, some kind of situation where we follow the Hogs around yeah. for away games, and let's tour some of these away locker rooms. Well, that's just let me tell you, they are they are tough. Are they the size? <laughs> they, of, they are, are miserable. The size of this room. Coach, you got nicer uh, away locker rooms in Northwest Arkansas high school games. I mean, we're, we're 5A school. We'll go to Gentry. We've got a better setup than uh, than the Hogs at Auburn, let me tell you. Really? It's tough. They'll get me fired up now that I think about it. Well, that, that sucks. That, you know, that, that's the hitting thing that nobody knows about. Yeah. You know, is uh, you know even as a coach, and you're, you're a coach, and you understand, you're, you're going to call your buddy and go, hey, how's that locker room over there? You know, oh. that's, that's something you're going to ask about, you know, how many you can take and all mm-hmm. that kind of deal. What is the worst locker room that you've ever been in, Bray? Yeah, I'm. I'm. For some reason, Auburn comes to mind. It is. It is a tough spot to get dressed at Auburn, and um, j- as bad as the locker room is, a graduate assistant. You know, they put you up in the box in the situation. Let me tell you, you go to Auburn, you got to walk through the stands to get up there. So you're walking like basically through Auburn student <laughs> section as a as a coach is getting. I mean, attacked, and you go up there, and it and that room is the size of this pool table. And I'm sitting, you know, on top of Dan Enos, who's trying to call plays, and I'm trying to stay out of his way, and I'm a big guy. No, it's it's a tough situation. These away SEC stadiums, I'll tell you what. Well, I, th- I think it's a good idea. Next time we bring guys on here, yeah. let's talk about the their situation yes, with the visitors. I'm I'm for that. Well, well, let's go on. We're going to get into high school. Let's go ahead and bring on Danny McEwen and find out who our BSN 
uh, player of the week is, let's bring our BSN guest, Danny McEwen. Man, another big week last week. I'm telling you, these points, is there any defensive coordinators out there right now? I, I wouldn't want to be one. I mean, points everywhere, but still got people playing defense a little bit in some spots. Uh, Fable had a big, big win last week at, against Benville. Yeah. Daryl Burnett going on the road. The Trojans went on the road and won last week. So it's all that. It's all that. What, what, what you got out of last week? I tell you, the, the one that the one that really caught my attention was our buddy Tyler George from Jonesboro comes to North Little Rock and rolls up thirty-seven to seven on North Little Rock. Huge win for the Golden Hurricane. He, huge, huge win. It's going to set him up a game this week. To get the playoffs. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, unbelievable. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the one I, I saw some really good scores. You know, Harrison came back and beat Alma, saw that, and and Warren. We've we've heard the story about Warren, but they they had an undefeated matchup with DeWitt and came out on top. But the one the one that really caught my eye too. Think about this one now. Heber Springs goes to Lone Oak, yes, and and wins forty five to thirteen. Van Pascal just putting his magic on there, isn't he? I'm telling you, I'm t- and and Lone Oak's not an easy place to win. No sir, no That's sir. Tough, tough no, place. No, Jack you go and you're best ran over with the Jackrabbits, man. They're ready. Right. They're always ready. <laughs> but you know, Van Pascal is wherever he goes, he does a phenomenal job. I mean, I mean, of course, he's been everywhere in the state and every which way but loose. But but the guy, he knows how to coach football. I mean, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, they're they're sitting there four and two right now, but they're three and zero oh in the league. Wow! So we'll find out. They go to Stuttgart this week, and then they go to Harding Academy. So yeah, we'll, we'll check it out. Well, and then we get coach on the show, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, coach. Absolutely. Well, tell me you you talked to your committee, all one of you, and yeah. got together. Uh, tough decision. Uh, People are are going crazy over this BSN player of the week. I get texts every week, phone calls. People putting, you know, hitting the coaches in the mouth on social media, but you know, putting their guys up every week. Talk to me, who we got, and what'd you find out? So a lot of times, I tell you, I'm actually get to see the player of the week in person. Sometimes get yeah. to watch the game where it happens, but I actually got to listen to this one. I was on my way home from a game. And I, the the radio station I was listening to had Clinton and CAC. So got to listen to that game. Had six lead changes in the fourth quarter. Unbelievable ball game back and forth. And two big – I mean, CAC is spread, throwing it every down. And and our boy Chris Dufresne from Clinton likes to line up in the wing tee and grind it out. But Clinton came out on top 53-50. to 50, And our Arkansas Player of the Week for Week 7 – is his running back Zane Widener? Wow, Zane had a chance. man had a huge, huge night. Four hundred yards rushing, six touchdowns, caught a touchdown pass, and Chris and I had a good laugh about that because he said they threw it three times. So <laughs> he had seven touchdowns in a shootout, and unbelievable night for this young man and great kid good student four point grade average we were really excited to be able to honor him and and visit with the yellow jackets great well, day and chris and him are I mean, a huge win by those guys i actually saw the highlights yeah. on this one 
And, uh, and Coach has done a great job over there at Clinton forever. And 400 yards, yeah, six touchdowns. That's somebody's uh, uh, season stats right there. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would have taken that every day. Oh, my gosh. 400 yards, six touchdowns. I don't think yeah. everybody scored six touchdowns. <laughs> I tell you what's, what's really neat, though, looking at the standings is uh, Clinton is one of six teams in that 4-4-A that have two losses. So it's jumbled. I mean, so there's going to be a couple of good football teams that get left out, but you know, got three weeks left. It's going to shake itself out. Got a big one in that conference this week with Boxside at Mayflower. That'll help line out some playoff games there and who's in and who's out. But yeah, Clinton, Clinton had a big, big night and to, to beat them at CAC is a huge accomplishment. We're, we're fired up for Zane, seven touchdowns, 400 yards. That's a career for most people. Oh, there's no no doubt, no doubt, man. That's time for that young man. All right, talk to us. This got some big games this week. Uh, yeah, yeah, got some big ones. So I know you you always ask the hard questions, so I'm going to ask yeah. you a hard question. Yeah, that's what the people so, want. We give them there, <laughs> there are twelve undefeated teams left in the state of Arkansas. Uh, How many of them can you name? Okay, I'm gonna go. I might be off on this. All right, here we go. Up here, we're going to go Fayetteville's undefeated. Yep. Conway's undefeated. Parkview's undefeated. Uh, Carlisle undefeated. No, negative. Ah. <laughs> Carlisle. Jeez uh, almighty. Shallow's undefeated. No, they got beat too. No. I Things spit them off, man. I mean, yeah, okay. So Greenwood Bulldogs only sit team undefeated. Yeah, we got another team in five A that's undefeated. Is Batesville Southside sitting at seven and zero? Big game this week. Yep. Big game. Yep. Yeah, big game. Got four, or excuse me, three in four A. Warren Harding Academy and the Elkins Elks all sitting at seven and zero, uh, and in three A. One of our favorite teams between me and you, the Salem Greyhounds. Oh, big fans of the show. Salem's yes. big fans of the show, man. Yeah. Big show. We're big, we're big fans of Salem. Big fans. So, uh, we'll, give, we'll give Coach Fimple, see if they moved up in the rankings this week. That's right. I hope so. I hope so. Hoxie's also undefeated in 3A. And in 2A, you got the Mineral Springs Hornets. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Bigelow Panthers, where they get down and dirty in Bigelow, and they're sitting there at 7-0. and Well, keep that list. You keep that list, okay? Right. I want you to text to me. Then I'm going to check all their work work this week. Yeah, we'll check their work. But, yeah, hey, big games this week. You got Mills going to Joe T. Yeah. I know they're on probation. They're on probation. They're on probation. probation. Yeah, yeah. but that's, that's, that's going to that's gonna be a big, big determiner there to who makes playoffs and who's at home, who's on the road. Pine Bluff goes to Morlton, so not easy to win at Motown. You know that? Valley View and Southside, that big game you're talking about. The one that I really would love to see is is Elkins going to Ozark. I think oh, that's going to be good. Oh, oh, Mouth's going to that game. He's all over. Yeah. Mouth's going yeah. to be there, live and in person. Yeah. And the other one the other one I really like is Boonville going to Charleston. You know, oh. There hasn't been much talk about Charleston. They lost a couple of non-conference games, but they're undefeated in the league. So that's probably both, going both, to turn both, the conference both championship. Beat, both beat Mansfield. Yep. And and it sets up just like it is every year with those two. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get a, I get a I get a two for one this week. Uh 
I'm going to watch Parkview and Magnolia on Thursday night here in town. Get to see a little double slot that I don't get to see very often from Beefy. And uh, I think Friday night I'm going to ride out to Benton and watch the new line offense against the Benton Panthers. Benton Panthers. Probably, be a, probably be a few points scored in that ball game. Maybe a few points scored. Benton Panthers, man, just they're just dominating that league over there. Just, just, yes. just, just taking yes. prisoners every Friday night. Yeah. Everything. Well, Danny, we're going to get you off here. Hey, man, look forward to you next week. Uh, Man, these kids are putting up stats unbelievable every week, aren't they? It is. It is. It's a lot of fun getting to celebrate with them and, and honor these guys. So thanks for letting me get on here and talk about them. Yes, sir. We'll see you next week, Danny. All right. Have a good one. All right, buddy. Well, let's bring him on right now. Coach Daryl Fimple. Okay, man, eight and two out of shoot last week. Well, I was seven and three. The mouth was seven and three. Grandma nah, is upset again. She's rolled in at six and four. Uh, man, huge games last week. Let's do a little recap. Let's start off the one that was up here in the 7A West, Fayetteville, just really rolling Bentonville. Uh, got some clarifications. Uh, Bentonville's quarterback got hurt. The backup got hurt that Monday night at JV. So yeah, that's true. Have the third string guy, but Come to find out, the Benville quarterback did not get hurt until late in the third quarter. So Fayetteville kind of yeah, he still he'd still put up some numbers. Yeah, and he was yeah, he still yeah. like had two hundred fifty yards passing still. Oh, oh, I know. And what really, but if you read the paper the next day, was Coach Grant talking about how physical Fayetteville was, and that yeah, that, boy, that that's some telltale signs for you know the big picture. That is because well, Bentonville's used to being the the most physical team up there. Oh, yeah. Those nights, so uh, yeah, him saying that definitely meant something different. But man, that's why you cancel JV games before the big game. I mean, golly, you never know what's going to go on, man. Uh, I mean, poor little sophomore was thrown to the wolves right there. Hey, by the way, I need you to go in there because we lost so and so in the JV game. Yeah, I'm sure he was really prepared. Yeah, a lot of audibles. Yeah, yeah. a lot playing, of audibles there. I think he was playing JV over at Siloam Springs that Monday. I mean, it was unbelievable. yeah. There you go. There you go. All right, Daryl Burnett, Hot Springs Trojans going to roll. Big, but hey, yeah. but we, yeah, I kind of put it out there. You know, they didn't play well on the road. Daryl's he he sent me a text Friday saying, "Hey, you know, we can play on the road too." They go down there and take care of business. Batesville Southside might be the story of five A right now. I'm telling you, they are uh, they are on a roll there. And like I said, they're uh, they're out for all kinds of good things to happen. I mean, they, they're looking at a millage down the pipeline right here. I'm sure they are uh, they're they're a town that's on fire uh, with the winning. Hot Springs was very impressive. Maybe that you're talking to him on the travel. Maybe they you know took an extra bus or something, got a little more space. Uh, but they really played well towards the end of that game. Um, so both of those were you know they were uh, pretty good performances by both teams. Set the one that you were at. Let's hit the one oh. that you were at. I mean, Harrison Almagay. Hell, was fourth and seventeen. I mean, fourth and seventeen. The they blitz, middle blitz, linebacker comes clean, in gets hooked, we roll right, drop a ball over the top, and yes, the the reunion was saddened from then on out. Yeah, there was a lot of sad faces in that game. Uh, you know, how was uh, how was the turnout? The boys, you know, come, come oh, by. yeah, we had uh 20, I think 22 of the team, 22 of the 24 seniors there. Wow, yeah, yeah, they we all looked free. Oh, well, I thought I looked spectacular compared to some of those guys, but 
I'm not going to say anything bad about that, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, you know, yeah, you know, just think, you know, Coach, uh, Coach McSpad, I mean, not Coach McSpad, but uh, uh, Coach McMurray was there and uh, Coach Weatherspoon. So we had a good time. And Coach Abernathy, uh, the world traveler, he was there and Coach Hall and Coach Flinter. So it was a, it was a blast. Well, yeah, Coach Fines could have been there, be topped off. And, and well, I'm pretty sure, though, we would have stormed the field. We would have stormed <laughs> the field on the touchdown if Coach was there. So I'm glad he wasn't there. Well, let's get into the big business here. Let's go with your top fives this week. I mean, uh, man, let me tell you, you're talking, hey, it kind of lit a fire under the old Bolden, the Bolden Patriots over there. So uh, they went out and made it. They put an exclamation mark. They said, hey, Coach, we messed up right here. So uh, my uh, top five battle on uh, is part view goes back to number one after the 64 to six on the road, Texarkana beat now. Uh, they definitely made a statement in that one. I think two is going to be Fayetteville. This one, I think they're going to jump into the Conway. I'm going to drop Conway and Buck in his 60 game wins right now. Uh, into third, I got Brian at four and Greenwood. Archer kids back through three touchdowns in the first half at number five. And then my special number five team right here, right? We got Prescott making the the move to one at seven and one. The Curly Woods are. Salem, who's just rolling people at eight knows uh, my two spot. Boonville's going to slide in at three at five and two. Mineral Springs Hornets, seven and oh, baby. We've got it going on. We are leading the state of Arkansas in scoring defense. We're allowing four points. That's right. Four. That's two safeties. We're giving up two safeties. I don't know how that's possible. Two safeties a game, but hey, uh, nipping on our bud here uh, coming up. We got uh, two more games for Mineral Springs, and they got Murfreesboro to finish the season, who is also undefeated. So we got a showdown there in about two weeks in that league. And then number five is going to be Bigelow. Bigelow is rolling at 8 0 2, putting up some big numbers too. And uh, a lot of people got them ranked in front of uh, or right behind Mineral Springs in a lot of the, the rankings. Our eight man, hey, Rector. Rector's still winning. <laughs> Rector's still winning. Um, and like I said, they're, uh, they're, uh, playing in a whole different league, which is kind of neat to see. Uh, but you see some of the eight man football, uh, scores are outrageous. Oh, it's, like, it's like, it sounds like a basketball game, like 70 to 56. And, uh, so it's been pretty crazy on that side of things too. Well, and, uh, you know, and Danny, we had him on earlier. He was talking about big low, you know, just while they're rolling. All right, let's get into our picks. You're got, you know, rolling in here, uh, Interesting game right here, and you might have some insight on it. We got Southwest, Little Rock Southwest at Jonesboro. Jonesboro just destroyed North Little Rock last week. Did they what, what, was, North Little Rock have the theme not show up or what we have going on there? It was the homecoming thing. Uh-huh. Temple at homecoming. Temple at homecoming again. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, they looked spectacular though. Yeah. Jonesboro played really well. Um Twenty-four to zero at the half. Ah. Uh, they came out and, and stayed on the gas pedal. Ended up being thirty-seven to seven. I was really impressed with how quickly they could get rid of the football, and, and they did a really good job of running inside too. Uh, but we just we turned it over, got behind the eight ball, and lost momentum there. And uh, Jonesboro looked really, really good. So who are you taking? Uh, the mouth's going to take Jonesboro. Grandma Nas taking Jonesboro. I'm on Jonesboro after that that performance. Uh, yeah, I think they made a statement there on that performance. Uh, you know, they have a wide receiver named Chris Stacy who had 39 catches with 616 yards and nine TDs. 
uh, and that was before the the debacle on uh, Friday night. So they've got some playmakers on the outside. I think they got a lot of speed. Southwest has had a really really hard time uh, guarding people in the secondary. Uh, if you look at the the uh, the passing yards they've given up, so I'm taking Jonesboro on this. I like it. Malata, that's your boys, Mineral Springs. Oh, 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 oh. Everybody, oh, Mal's taking Mineral Springs. We're all jumped on the wagon. I'm on it. Grandma Nas on it. And I'm going to assume you're on it. Uh, I am all part of the Hornet's Nest. I'm on, a, I'm on a Hornet's Nest shirt. I think that should be something that we call because it is. Like I said, they are. They have scored 53 points in conference play, or they're averaging 53 points a night and giving up four that's right. It's not like a video audio mistake. They're four points a night. So they're scoring defense is number one in the entire state of Arkansas. I, 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 wonder, I wonder if they're taking safeties. So the defense coordinator. I don't know how you get four either. I don't know how you give up. I don't know. They've given up 28 points in seven games. My That's God. how you get the four. I don't know. I wasn't real good at math either. But <laughs> <laughs> but it came out to four points. I don't know. I don't know if they're taking a knee in the end zone just to give somebody some points. I don't know. But the Hornets' nest is for real. Mount Ida is one and five off to a rough start. So I think Mineral Springs takes this one home. Hey, bro. Got uh, Boonville staying in the West. Boonville at Charleston. Boonville had a, both of them at tough non conference schedules. Boonville goes down to Mansfield last week and wow. I makes a statement. Charleston, them go back and forth. Charleston's defending state champions. These two do not like each other. And it will be a physical, physical game. Uh, the mouse going with Boonville. I'm going with Boonville. Grandma and Nas going with Boonville. I think you're just too physical and too big. Uh, yeah, Boonville is, man, they're really good on the offensive line. Watch them play, uh, <laughs> luckily for uh you can get YouTube channels all over the place. But I watched them play last week against Boonville. Man, they can just line up and bash you. And that's what they've done so far in this league. Uh, they're giving up eight points a night, too. Um, and they're, you know, they're scoring at a high rate, too. They don't turn it over. They play really fundamentally sound. They'll even go over the top every once in a while on you, which is kind of like a trick play. Yeah. But, I don't yeah. Know if it's, yeah, you know, it gets, uh, gets those eight people out of the box pretty quick. So I'm taking Boonville on this one, even though Charleston has surprises. And like I said, they've been in this fight before. Uh, so I look for a really, really competitive game, but I'm going to take Boonville. Well, it, that ought to be a war. Everybody, that crowd will be huge. I mean, there'll be everybody in town. Let's head over to God's Country. We've got Gosnell at Rivercrest. Rivercrest lost to Mills earlier this year. And then, you know, Gosnell's kind of been up and down. They're right there by each other. Played for a hundred years. Uh, oh yeah, uh, the mouse taking the Gosnell. Uh, I'm taking Rivercrest, and Grandma Nas taking Rivercrest. This this ought to be, uh, you know, Rivercrest is very very talented. Everybody talked to, but what do you got in this one? Rivercrest has always been very very talented. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't matter which year you were talking to. Uh, but they're playing Gosnell. Gosnell's got a, uh, a Sarius Gonzalez who leads them in sacks. He's got nine. He's like in the top ten in the state of Arkansas. So they can get after the pass rusher. I don't think Rivercrest is going to throw it too much anyway, though. So they're going to be in a world of trouble on that side of the ball. I think Rivercrest takes this one. Uh, they're number one in the conference right now. Uh, I think they're looking forward to get some momentum going into the playoffs. I don't think so. Rivercrest Coats. Rivercrest Coats. I mean, That's right. You're talking about a horse. You think they actually have a horse that just runs around there? Like, you know, you know I, spent, I spent a lot of time over there. 
you know, my, my roommate. I figured they would have like a live mascot. At yeah, Amtrak. yeah, I, th I think they did. It runs around the square down there a little bit. Yeah, yeah I could see that. There's yeah, right there in the in the cotton patch in the field over there, I could see. You never know what you see in Wilson, Arkansas, man. I'm just going to tell you. I've seen well, yeah. I mean, there's probably, a, you know, they probably sell raffle tickets to see who can ride the Colt. Maybe this is something the best. Hey, we got yeah, yeah, exactly. We got to buy them conference championship shirts, it looks like. Exactly. Exactly. Well, let's go to the 5A South. Seems like we got a game with them every week because they just beat up on each other. We got Hot Springs, who won on the road last week at, at Magnolia, Coach Daryl Burnett and crew traveling to Texarkana. Coach Outlaw, they've kind of, they'll surprise you. They've won a few. They're at home. Uh, let's see. The Mouse taking the Trojans, the Hot Springs, Grandma Nas taking the Trojans. I'm a believer now. We won on the road. This, this is we true. Did two times in a row. We can travel. I'm going to take, the, yep, I'm going to take Hot Springs. We'll break it down for me. Well, Texarkana's on a three-game uh, losing streak right now, so the momentum uh, the Razorbacks had it on early is uh, they've got into conference play and kind of struggled a little bit here. Hot Springs has gotten hot. Like I said, they've won on the road now at a tough place like Magnolia, so they've got that uh, you know propelling them to this game. Uh, so I think Hot Springs, you know, they've got a wide receiver with 33 catches and 565 yards and 10 TDs, T.J. Borgen. So I'm going to say that Hot Springs is going to win this one by 10, and I think uh, that, like I said, they're putting themselves right into that second hole in that league. Well, they really are, and they got some good games left. All right, heading over to Eastern Arkansas. This team we talked about on the recap earlier. We got Valley View, who you know was right there with Nettleton, preseason picks as far as winning that conference, and then all of a sudden, here comes Baseball Southside, take care of Nettleton last week. We got Valley View at Batesville Southside. Grandma Nas taking Valley View. The mouse taking Batesville Southside. I'm going to take Batesville Southside on this one. It's kind of been back and forth. Look out for special teams plays in this. Uh, Batesville Southside's had trouble against those guys in special teams last couple of weeks, and they got a great value. has got a great return. They block punts. If Batesville Southside can share that up, they got a chance to win this one. If they don't, they're going to probably lose. But I'm going to take Batesville Southside. Well, Batesville Southside did a really, really good job against Nelton last week of stopping the run. Uh, that's because they've got, they've got, I like to call them the nickname defense over here because they've got some great names on the defensive side. They've got Jackson Wham Bam Womack. He's got 75 tackles coming in the game. You got Lewis Cab Callaway Calhoun with 65 tackles. You got Andrew, I don't need a plumber. He's got 100 tackles, and I got Isaac the Wall Wallace. He's got 78 tackles. So they're really good. Their front seven's really, really good over there at Southside. They've got a running back with Gabe Witt. He's got 77 carries for 750 yards, almost 10 yards a whack. It's kind of explosive with uh, 12 touchdowns. Um, so they're really, really tough. They haven't been beat at home. Uh, like I said, they're moving up the rankings. they got them number three right now in 5A. Valley uh, View on the flip side, they're four. Uh, in 5A. Uh, they're 71 also. They're putting up some outrageous numbers. Their quarterback 71 out of 102 for 1,250 yards and over 16 touchdowns. So this is going to be an exciting one right here. Oh, man. But I'm going to go with Old Mo, and I think uh, Southside Batesville's got that momentum on their side right now. I think they're ready to shock the entire state of Arkansas. So I'm taking Batesville on this one. Well, it's going to be close, though. Oh, I'm going to be the best of the night. Yeah. 
You talking field go- goal? You talking going for two at the end of the game? You talking about one or two points? Oh, we're screwing the register all the time, baby. We're going for two every chance we get. <laughs> we ain't kicking no field goal. We ain't going overtime. <laughs> you don't practice five quarters. You practice four. You just go for the win. They do. Our guy does. All right, this one right here is a very interesting. We're going back up here to Northwest Arkansas. You know, this is a rival game, and Bentville is dominant. You got Bentville at Rogers. Now, Bentville, like I said, uh, here, you know, I hear thing, and quarterback will be back. Don't think he's going to be back this week, though. Uh, down to third string quarterback. Can Coach Dan Howard, can he get something mustered to score enough points? Uh, Rogers is very explosive offensively. They've had some injuries also. Man, this is kind of, you talk to some people, well, they'll go one way. Can Bentville figure a way, you know, to win this this game ugly? Or is this is Rogers' time, catching Bentville at the right time. Mouse going with Rogers. Grandma Niles going with Bentonville. I'm going to go with Rogers. I don't know why, but I think that quarterback issue, they're playing at home after the loss at Fayetteville. Be real interesting how they bounce back. Uh, they right there. Bidville's got to grind this thing out. Your take. Uh, <clears throat> if I was Bentonville, I would see if I could move C.J. Brown to quarterback. <laughs> if I didn't have one, we'll just snap it to C.J. and see what he does. Uh, the quarterback is a big issue here. Or do they just kind of dummy the offense down and, you know, throw bubbles and easy stuff to get completions and see what they can do? Uh, but man, Rogers can score so many points. Six hundred and seventy-seven yards last week. Right, six hundred and seventy-seven <laughs> yards in one game against Springdale. Uh, you know, Rogers is off to five and two. Uh, you know, they lost a lost a tough one. I mean, a tough one against Bentonville West. So they've got a quarterback. He's ninety-two of one sixty-five. Dane Williams. He's got over twenty-five touchdowns, two thousand yards passing. And like I said, he had 465 yards passing and five TDs against Springdale last week. These are video game numbers, all right? This guy is a is some 12-year-old is, is drinking the milk and eating a Cosmo brownie and playing a video game and getting numbers like this guy right here. So uh, they're explosive on offense. I don't know if Bentonville without their quarterback is going to be the big key. Can they keep up? You know, because they're going to give up points. Yeah. Uh, so I'm liking – I'm really liking, and this game's I've been back and forth on because you don't oh. really know. But um, you know, I'd like to know if Bentonville canceled their JV game tonight. Or, <laughs> that would probably help us a time, time or two. But if they didn't, I think I'm going to take Rogers in this one. Oh, I'm going to roll the dice and oh. put Rogers, which would propel them oh. into a really tight race. It actually helps Bentonville West too. Oh, it yeah, actually, helps West. We would have a. The debacle up there, second through fourth. Yeah, because Benville's got uh, Rogers, probably Springdale, and then end up West and West and Southside and Rogers are kind of all eyeballing that three spot because they had a, a perfect triangle. And you got this Benville yeah. old injury deal, and this yes. thing come down the wire. All right, let's oh, yeah. go to this one. This was a game we've been waiting on all year long. Talked about this summer, and we've got. Ozark at Elkins. At this, what we're going to do is, I'm lucky enough, we're going to bring on Coach Jeremy Burns, head coach at uh, at uh, Ozark, and then we're going to bring on Coach uh, Zach Watson from from uh, Elkins, and we'll talk about this game when we get through. Here's our BSN guest of the week, Coach Jeremy Burns. And then we'll 
So after that will be Coach Watson from Elkins. Man, the Hillbillies are rolling. Huge, huge game this week against Elkins. Let's just be honest with you. We talked to you in July. We were sitting back and been waiting a couple months for, for this game. I mean, it's it's hyped up. They're undefeated. And, and you know, y'all both kind of been at the top of this league for a while. And, and it's going to be you got them at home. The mouth's going to be there. He's fired up about it. So we'll talk to us. We'll talk to you earlier this time about your team. Talk to us just where we're at health-wise, where we're at. Progression-wise, right now, rolling in, getting ready for playoffs. You know, let's kind of throw it out here. This is probably for the conference championship. Where, where's your team at this point? This point in time. Well, definitely. You know, we we had a you know had a good run so far in the conference. Uh, we've been pretty healthy all the way through. Uh, you know, speaking of Elkins, you know they were conference champs last year, so our guys have kind of had this penciled in, circled on the calendar you know, for 365 days, you know, since last year, they've been wanting this. So been putting in everything we can, offense, defense, to try to slow these guys down and uh, be able to score some points. So we're going to see how it goes Friday. Do have them at home. Talk to a lot of people. It's going to be a big night. Uh, lots of people are coming down to watch the game, whether it be um, from Elkins or uh, Ozark or, you know, neighboring towns. You know, they're looking forward to this game. It's uh, they got a – High octane offense. Uh, Elkins does. Coach Watson and those guys are doing a great job, you know, with those guys getting them uh, lined out. So it's going to be a big challenge for us. Um, you know, we've, we've, you know, looking forward to it. And uh, it's going to be, be a big night. Uh, weather's supposed to be great. So it'll be a great night for 4A football, you know, and uh, uh, see what happens. Man, I think you're going to have a huge crowd. You know, Elkins is putting up big numbers. I mean, they're, they're, you know, Zach's done that wherever he's gone. Obviously, you know, I got to see him this summer from person and watched a bunch of their games this year. You know, very talented at the skill position. Very, you know, running backs great. Dizzy Dean can throw it around. You know, they got those receivers and guys. I mean, Ozark's been known and it's your MO. You know, you're a big, strong, physical team. Is it, do we play takeaway, keep them, or is our best defense keeping there on them guys on the sideline? Talk to us what you got to do to win this game. I mean, it's kind of one of those deals, you, you know, with their offense, what are you going to do? You're going to take away the pass, and then Chairs is going to turn loose on you. You're going to uh, try to take away the run, and then you got Dizzy and all those athletes out there at receiver that can do some stuff. So we've, we've worked on both. We're going to try to mix it up, give some different looks defensive-wise. Uh, as far as offense, you know, I feel like this year with with uh, Kobe Wilbanks at quarterback, we're able to push the ball down the field a little bit. We got a little bit of uh, talent out there at the receiver spots as well, too. So we could take a, take a few shots. We've done that here, uh, you know, the last few weeks, uh, take a few shots down the field. But uh, like you said, we, we don't get too far away from the run. We've got some big guys up front. Uh, we feel like can move, not super big, uh, but we can move pretty well and get after it. So, uh, we'll, we'll, you know, be able to mix it up a little bit. Uh, they've got some talent and on the defensive side of the ball, and they rotate, you know, too deep on linebackers and uh, defensive line, uh, number 80 for them, and their number nine and their linebackers uh, fly the football, uh, some of the best we've seen all, all year. Then you got this guys in the secondary can fly around and play man. Uh, so we're going to have to do some things that, you know, Traditionally, we haven't done, but uh, I feel like this year we've got a little bit more uh, in the uh, in the bag there that we can, uh, you know, draw out if we need to and uh, and try to get, you know, Kobe to 
stretch of field and get those guys in some space. You know, MJ Parker's doing a great job there, uh, making some plays. And then Kobe with his legs, you know, you know, doing some things like that up front you know, to get him free. So uh, we'll see what happens, how they line up and play us and uh, kind of evaluate, you know, play by play. Well, I'm going to get you off here with this question. I want you to talk about this young man, this Will Banks kid. I mean, every, every Friday night I get home, put the highlights on this guy. You know, he's throwing passes. He's, he's, he's running all over people. He's running around them. He's running through them. Guy's unbelievable. And talk to yeah. him about his progression. And, I mean, do you see this coming? Or, I mean, the, the guy's he's all over the place. He, he is the, one of the hardest workers we've had come through here uh, as far as, uh, you know, junior high he led us there. Um Last year, we had him at receiver and secondary. He wasn't quite ready quarterback-wise, but, man, he hit the weight room on the offseason. He lifted through basketball, lifted through uh, baseball season, and came back here. Uh, and he gets up early and goes. He goes late to the weight room, and he's healthy. You know, that's one thing in junior high. Sometimes he'd get banged up a little bit. Uh, but, man, he's put some muscle on. He's throwing the ball really well uh, and making good decisions, too. He's got a really good – head on his shoulder. I've been really proud of him there, the way he's progressed. He's just a junior, but, man, somebody's somebody better take a look at this guy because he can run really well and he's got a good arm uh, that can that can throw it down the field too. So uh, look forward to, you know, trying to keep him healthy and uh, keep rolling with him because he's, he's a def- difference maker for us on the team, on the, on the field. So, Well, and, and I agree with you. Like I said, I, I, watched, I watched a little film, but more on highlights, and I agree with you. If you're a college football coach, you better get down to Ozark. They got a football player down there that that somebody needs yeah, to get You know, if he, if it's not a quarterback, I mean, he, he can play receiver. He, he made some big catches last year. He's, he's working on his highlight film on on that from last year, getting some of his big plays there. But he also plays free safety. And, uh, you know, so hopefully, uh, you know, he'll keep, keep getting better on, on both sides of the ball. And, uh, you know, somebody can pick him up somewhere and get a good steal out of this kid. He's – Smart, got real good grades. Hadn't taken ACT yet, but uh, man, he, he makes a good decision in the power read game for us on the running part. And then, uh, like I said, running the uh, pass routes and things like that, he's, he's doing uh, a lot, lot, lot better than it was last year for sure. Well, good deal. I hope that young man has a great game. Hey, we get you off here. Hey, good luck to you. Hey, uh, you know, we're going to have Coach Fimple on here in a little bit doing her picks. You know, and hey. through, we're kind of working up your game here. And he's really hey, fair. Word is, there's words. The Kibble Mafia could show up over at, at, at Hillbilly Stadium. I mean, it, it hey, could be there. Hey, if you grew up in the grew up at the corner of Hammer Road and Highway 162, you're part of the Mafia. So if you've been over there playing cards with uh, Papa T and all those guys, uh, you're part of it. So uh, those, those guys had some good memories from the growing up at Thump's house over there. Well, I, I hear the coming. And the mouth, mouth has circled this on his date. He's supposed to, I bet he's there at 9 o'clock Friday. I mean, he'd be the only yeah, one. He's there early. I'm, I'm, really he I'm really surprised he hadn't tried to call me yet. I've been been waiting on that call to see if he's coming. So uh, well, he, I'll, I'll he, have him on. He's been out on so many assignments and doing some stuff here the last couple weeks. Plus, he's been a little depressed on the Hawks. So we had to bring him back. Yeah. We had to bring him back yeah. a little bit. But he, he's, he's fired up, and uh, but he'll, he'll be there Friday night. Well, well, Coach, good luck to you. Hey, man. We'll be checking your work and help you stay healthy and go a long ways. Hey, appreciate it, Coach, man. We'll see you after a while. Let's bring on our BSN guest, Zach Watson, head coach at Elkins. Hey, Coach, 
You're one of the very few undefeated teams. We just had this discussion before we come on. How many were left? And you're you're on that list. And uh, Coach Daryl Fimble's had y'all in the top five all his top five all all last two or three weeks. He's fired up about you guys. Yeah, his favorite top food top his five. Favorite. Right? His favorite. His favorite. His favorite. Right. But in the big scheme of things, that's the only thing that matters. To him. I mean, it's really his right. I mean, that's it. He, he didn't care about the rest of the teams. Huge game. I mean, we've been waiting on this baby since since uh, July, man. I remember sitting in here in July, and Kyle Sutherland, Bray, the mouth. We're, we're, we were talking about you guys and talking about this matchup. Y'all done your part all the way up to here. Ozark's done their part, and everybody's looking for a great game. Had Coach Burns on earlier. This Will Banks kid, he's a heck of a player. Been watching him on, on, on the highlights. I mean, the guy does everything. I mean, he throws it. He runs it. I mean, he averages a first down every time he runs the ball. Unbelievable guy. Your bunch, Dizzy Dean Stone behind his back, doing whatever he needs to do. Got the receivers roll. If we're going to load, we're going to play the pass. We're going to be able to run it with them. Well, you've got all kinds of players everywhere. It must be fun. I mean, you're just dialing stuff up. You're that like, makes me a good coach, huh? Yeah, I mean, you're like a guy from the Dolphins, man. I mean, you're just having fun with it and everything. Well, talk to us about this. Where your team's at health-wise, you know, everybody's got their bumps and bruises this year, in the progression part of it. I mean, y'all just unbelievable putting numbers up. Talk to me about your team and where you're at in, in the process through the season. Yeah, no doubt. We've got a great team, great senior leadership. Uh, you spoke earlier about Dizzy Dean. we got Deshaun Chairs. We've got some guys up front. Right now, we're real healthy. Uh, we're lucky at this late in the season. You know, you've always got somebody banged up. Uh, if you look at last year's matchup, our best offensive tackle was out, and one of their best offensive linemen was out at this point. Uh, but coming into this Friday, they're healthy and we're healthy, and so uh, it's going to be a great matchup. Now, we talk about stacking days. And that's what we've been trying to do is stack good days on top of good days and never taking a step back. And I thought the maturation of our team and where we're at right now, we're doing that. And we're getting better as the season's going on when I'm, I'm pleased with that. Well, it's obvious. I mean, just the point total and, you know, defensively, you played well. I mean, you can't, you know, everybody, a coach, you know, they're going to watch film. They're going to find something. I mean, that's just part right. of it. Everybody's ever played perfect. But you guys have played really well. Well, let's, let's talk about Ozark a little bit. I mean, yeah. RMG, you said it earlier, Will Banks. Yeah, you know, unbelievable. You got to stop that dude. And, and, and maybe not stop him because that, that, that might be a tall task, but you got to minimize what he does. And, and you kind of got to keep him in the pocket and not let it break down. Our edge players have got to play real well, you know, and they've got to, and our safeties have got to come down and fit in the run game a little bit. So, uh, Big up front. I wish I don't know what Coach Burns puts in the water, feeds those hillbillies, but man, they are ginormous. You know, you look at a Vandenberg, you know, he's 6'4, 300 pounds, and they've got guys like that on their front, on their offensive and defensive line. Uh, so definitely you've got to, you know, come off the football with a little aggression or they're going to maul you. And, and so uh, it's going to be a good matchup. And then defensively, they turn return nine of 11 yeah. on defense. So, uh, going to be better than what they were last year, and they were still good last year. And so, our offense has got to be ready. We can't turn it over. I think that's what's a big thing that's helped us put up a lot of points is we're not turning the ball over. You got, you know, Dizzy back there is 80% completion percentage, something like top five in the nation, man. Oh. And so, he's not putting it in trouble, and he's got to continue to do that on Friday night. 
Well, if you, you brought up the Will Banks, and, and the mouse going to be there. I mean, there, there's the Kibble Mafia's coming out. We got all kinds of people coming out for this game. I mean, it, ain't nobody going to be in Elkins. Everybody knows Ozark's going to be there. So, I mean, it, I mean, I've heard they're closing down the the the, the gas station. You know, the one you pull off, they got all the barbecue food. They're closing that down, and everybody's going to be there. I mean, it's going to be unbelievable matchup, and and. And really, you know, it's such a big key for you guys getting that one seed and, and being at home for a while, you know. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, kind of the winner of this football game, and we've got – Ozark's got some big games coming after us, and we've got some big games. But it puts that person in the driver's seat a little yeah. bit. And it kind of gets you opposite some of those teams that are in the 4A that are tough, the Malverns, the Hardings, the Warrens, you know, it kind of sets you up where you can kind of control your own destiny for a little while. Eventually, you're going to have to get to those guys and play them, uh, but it lets you have some advantages in the playoffs. Well, it does because let's just be honest. Up here in Northwest Arkansas, it gets cold. It yeah, it's cold. elk weather, man. So, man it, weather. It, it ain't. I, I got coaches out of Arkansas. It ain't the same same weather. You know, you get to right. the people up here. It's cold and balls a little slicker. You get hit, hurts a little more. And, it's, it's a big deal. Well, Coach, good luck to you. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, man, you guys stay healthy and keep rolling, baby. You bet. I appreciate you, Coach Williams. Coach Bray, good luck, man, Coach Cook. Take care, man. Man, I tell you what, this is such a big game up here. I mean, Elkins won last year, won the conference. Coach Burns has dominated that conference. Coach Burns, aha, uh -huh, breaking that jacket. Gold jacket. gold jacket game of the week right here. Oh. Gold jacket, baby. We've all been waiting for this. This is the seller of tickets, man. I'm styling them profiling up in here. This is a big time game. <laughs> big time game right here. I mean, we got I heard ESPN six might come to this game right here. They, they might be all over this one. So we've been waiting on this one. This is gonna be great. Well, the mouth's gonna be there. He's live person supposed to get there about nine o'clock. He's I mean, that's why the mouth rolls and he's uh I mean he is fired up for this one. Ozark's big and fiscal. Elkins has got speed, speed everywhere. They can throw it around. Dizzy Dean, ain't nobody stopped him that you're gonna get on the numbers. It's unbelievable. Here's what we got. Of course, the mouth who loves Coach Burns. Loves Coach Burns. I mean well, yeah. we're well, talking yeah. I mean, that. this guy, the mouse yeah. brings us back. So you know who the mouse is going. I mean, he brings us back. Yeah. You know, fired up. Wants it on, on the table. And this is what it's all about right there. Mouse going to go with Ozark. Grandma Nas going with Ozark. I hate to do this to the Kibber Mafia, but I think Elkins has just got too much firepower for them. Boy, do they have some firepower. They have got some firepower. They have got uh, a quarterback. Of the, I mean, he's up there untouchable. Right now, they haven't got to him. Uh, they've got a great running back in the chairs, kid. Uh, the scoring offense, they're number one in scoring offense in the entire state of Arkansas. They're averaging over 52.8 points. <laughs> you can't get in the top 10, by the way, if you have less than 45 points a night. You just hear that stat? I mean, good God almighty. I mean, that's unbelievable. The only school that's, uh, that's 4A or above in scoring defense is Conway at number 10. That's the only only defense we've got that's actually slowing some people down. Uh, so I don't know what's going on there. But anyway, uh, this game's going to be electric. I mean, it's going to be a great wow. atmosphere. I'm sure there's going to be some barbecue plates plated, uh, paced out there and passed out around the crowd with some chili nachos. I'm sure it's going to be so. There's going to be some chili nachos there. But Elkins, like I said, they're explosive. 
they are leading the state in scoring. They can do it in multiple ways. Uh, then Ozark. Ozark's got a great uh, front five. Their offensive linemen are, are spectacular. The Wilbanks kid, they do so many different things with him. But last week he had 20 carries for 251 yards, five TDs. He threw it for 107 and another touchdown. Like I said, they're trying to get the guy the Heisman. Uh, he was in bubble wrap again all this week. Uh, he's rushed for over a thousand yards with 16 touchdowns. He's averaging 9.2 yards a carry. You get that? The guy's running for a first down, all right? First down every time. So he's done a spectacular job. The secret to this, probably the most important person for Ozark, is going to be a guy named Gavin Gilbreth. You know what Gavin does? Gavin's a grocery man. He carries your groceries because he likes to sack them. Uh, he's got eight sacks on the year, so I'm looking for him to probably move Gavin around, uh, kind of get after him so he can get after Dizzy, which is a great name for a quarterback. Uh, so in this game, I know it's tough, and I might even sneak down there to the Kibler Mafia and see what we can support. But like you said, man, I think Elkins can score a bunch of points. I don't know if Ozark can keep up with them. Uh, this could be a track meet, uh, but I'm going to take Elkins in this one. Well, I, I've been gearing up for this one, and I, I, I've studied both of them. And, and, and I, man, Elkins, Elkins got shot, man. They got, they got both teams there. I mean, Burns has always made long playoff runs. Both of them teams stay healthy. They're going to make a run. There, there's well, no here's problem. the thing is they'll be away from each other. That's all you got. Sometimes you just got to get away from the – Just got to move on. Beach. Yeah, you just got to get away from the bad matchup in the playoffs, and that's what we're uh, running into here. You know, a lot of these teams, yeah, next two or three weeks, you're going to figure out how fast you can get away from somebody. That's exactly right. you got to break the bracket out every now and then. Exactly. Start, start checking everybody's exactly. work and then you know where you need to go. It's the easiest way to get there, you know. Exactly. Well, <laughs> Coach, talk to us about this. Where are you, where are you headed Friday? I, I know you kind of talked about maybe the mafia, but, you know, I don't know. What what you got going on? Well, we are uh, actually at home against Northside. Oh, uh, so I might vacate that game. I don't know. I don't really want to. I don't know. I don't know about that one. Yeah. Uh, but I think I'm going to make the travel down there to Ozark, stop there at Workman's, get me a Coke and a hot dog, and slide on over there in Ozark. Hey, maybe Mr. Workman will see this and give us a sponsorship. Because <laughs> we might be in the house. I don't know which side I'm going to be able to sit on. And I'm probably going to wear this gold jacket to see how many pictures. Well, I will. Well, I mean, get the, we are subscribers with – just yeah, to why not? off the roof here this week. Why it's not? Why not, man? Well, you just get involved here. I mean, man, what a fun game that'll be. I mean, the, both communities, like oh. I said, there's nothing like small town uh, Arkansas, especially football season. No, there's no doubt. No doubt. Well, Coach, we'll see you next week. I got some gear coming for you this week. We're getting hey, man, we're excited. Up. We're we're excited. And everything. Well, We'll see you next week. Uh, man, week nine, it's hard to believe. And then we're going to get in those playoffs. And it's oh, man. We're going to get them uh, last week of the year games. Oh, yeah. Uh, you look ahead of them last two weeks, man. you got some you got some people that really don't like each other. They're going to be juggling for spots. Oh, yeah. It's going to be awesome. Oh, fired up. Fired up. We'll see you next week, man. Uh, good right, luck on good. your picks this week. I'll be texting, talking, and we'll be checking everybody's work and your work, too. Well, let's go ahead and bring him on now. Let's get to talk a little NFL and college football. Let's go ahead and bring him on our, our guru, Mr. Triple Crown himself, Derek, for our BSN Guest of the Week. Well, let's bring him on now, BSN Guest, Mr. Triple Crown, Derek. Hey, last week, I told you last week, stay away from Notre Dame. 
We're going to get all the Notre Dame. I told you before I get started. And they go down there. I mean, and they just kill USC. I mean, it, it's not even – I'm fixing to say this. And I, I listened, and I, I like Lincoln Riley and all that deal. Don't worry about that. That's the most overhyped football team in the nation. They got a great quarterback. He's all unbelievable. But it's a one-man show with those guys. You know, I've been – obviously, you said don't know, know Notre Dame, and I was off of them, you know, yeah. because because they couldn't score. Yeah. Right, I really thought, and I think everybody thought, and USC's defense is that bad. But in addition, they made the Heisman uh, quarterback. I mean, he turned into he had three interceptions the first half. Yeah, he but going into the game, he had 20, 28 touchdown passes and two interceptions. He had three before he came out in, in the in the second half. With that, I mean, it shows Notre Dame does got a damn good defense, but and he was giving them the ball like inside the five and on the yeah. two. Right, I mean, hell, who couldn't score then, right? But so turnovers killed him, man. Yeah. I mean, but in addition, uh, he has no defense, <laughs> so they are they can't play with. After watching the game that we did pick, the Oregon and Washington game, which I thought was an incredible. Oh, game. what a game! What a game! <laughs> what, what a game! In, in uh, you know, the ultimate. He 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 coaches there at uh, uh, at Oregon, and, and man, you that thing went back and forth. You know, fourth down here there. You know, if there's no difference in those football teams. You could probably go to Oregon, but take Washington, go to Oregon, same results, vice versa. And I think those te- those teams, both of those teams, when they get that top four look, they need to look at. No, yeah, they do, do. You know, I was right there at the end of the game. I think Oregon was up uh, like four or something like that, whatever it was. And and they gave Washington the ball back. And Helly uh, Penix Jr. scored in two plays. I was like, that yeah. was too fast. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, like yeah. a minute twenty left. I was like, "What are we doing? I mean, what are they doing?" You know, so it's whoever had literally. I know they say it all the time on TV. Whoever had the damn ball last was winning that game. So that was a good one. We hit that one. We hit Miami at uh, North Carolina. We took North Carolina. That was a smoke show, right? Man, that, that that's another thing. There uh, is North Carolina. The old man over there. The whole right. man can coach. Yeah. I mean, the old man can coach. I mean. And he's over there writing things down and, you know, giving the inspiration. That old man can coach, and he's got – and he can recruit, and he's got some really good players. We've got a damn good quarterback, Greg May. Uh, he's, yeah. uh, he's a good quarterback. You can tell he's uh, – you know, he's got a lot of experience underneath him. And then, you know, I was also shocked with Louisville and Pitt. We, yeah. we had Louisville. Louisville stomped Notre Dame. Yeah. Right. Then they come into Pitt, who has won one game all year, one and four. And literally do the same thing. It's all it was was so those two games was it was turnovers. Every time they got the ball, the uh, quarterback was throwing an inter plumber, a uh, hell of a quarterback for Louisville, but he was throwing interceptions every play. If they'd have stuck to the run that game. They they would have dominated that game. But so yeah, we, we didn't do well on uh, USC and, and Louisville, but we hit North Carolina, Washington. After we hit Washington, I was happy. I was like, all right, here we go. Didn't work out. So then we go to Sunday, right? Sunday we played. Um, Five five different games, hit three of them, and I was and I had them keyed with Oregon from the day before, and I was thinking, all right, I I play baseball, had some baseball games picked. I was like, here we go, had some big tickets rolling, and I was so mad at the 49ers. <laughs> they lost to the Browns, but it shows that in NFL, a good defense, the Browns. I, I read I read a stat they had like seventy points scored on them all year. Well, and 
Here's the deal with that, and I heard another stat. They got the best defense right now statistically since 1972, which I think we know who that defense was. Yeah. The team, Miami Dolphins. But the right. Browns, statistically, Jim Schwartz has gone there. He's a great coach. You know, I you know was at the Lions, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Is a great, you know, Belichick disciple, the whole nine yards. And they're, you know, Miles Garrett, he's doing things with him, letting him loose and right. all physical on defense. But the 49, that's what I'm talking about, though. We talked about this last week with them. They are physical and they get people hurt. And, you know, yeah. Bebo, and there goes McCaffrey. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, with those guys, I think, I think they got probably the best team in the NFC. But, were those guys are they healthy when it, when it counts? When it counts, that's exactly right. You hit it right on the head because when McCaffrey went out of the game, right with his oblique injury, first it was Debo, and I was like, okay, that's they can stand without him. But then when McCaffrey went out, that was a game changer because it took complete, it put all pressure completely on um, the quarterback, and he and they were on his ass. I'm sorry, sorry, my but they were all over him. And hitting him left and right. And so that game, I was so upset. And then it rolled to the Eagles. And it was just like, well, at that point, I was <laughs> – the Eagles and the Jets, the Eagles couldn't score in the second half, right? And so um, that was kind of a shock to me. I, but it does show that I think everybody's in this boat of what if Aaron Rodgers would have been playing yeah. like oh year, yeah. right? Like what would that offense have been? Because they do got a good defense. Um, and so anyway, yeah, so we went three or five on, on NFL. So this going to get into picks this week. Let's go ahead. Let's hit our college right now. Let's go with it. All right. So got an early slate. And so if you, if you got, you know, some time on, on Saturday morning and you want to kind of get your bets going early in the morning, that's what I kind of the way I keyed this. And it's just the games I liked. There's some more key games in here as well. So, um, the first one that I'm picking is, uh, Number seven, Penn State at Ohio State. And I'll take Penn State plus the four and a half points. We're going to take the points. Penn State's got an awesome defense, right? And they literally have been shutting people down, beating them down. And I bet Ohio State uh, earlier in the year um, to, to cover a spread, they won, obviously, right? And number three. But they didn't look as good, you know, and I think that, they got a young quarterback. I really think if Penn State's defense puts the pressure on him, then I think Penn State's going to to, to own that game. That's probably the game of the day, I would imagine. Well, uh, and I think so. And and you know they they've struggled with Ohio State, and, and you know in that part of it. And I think this is you know listening to James Franklin and, and knowing a few people here or there. Well, they're really putting a lot on this game right here. I mean, they're they're putting it all in – in the basket at home, whole nine yards. So I, yep, it, it's going to be a great game. <laughs> it's going to be a real good game. Um, the second game I've got is I've got a uh, Omalzon UCF at Oklahoma. Oklahoma looked good a couple weeks ago against Texas, right? And so the line on this is minus uh, nineteen. I I I mean I think you could play it there if you wanted, but I'm going to move it down to below two touchdowns. I like doing that. Y'all know I do that a lot. And so I'm, I'm going to move it down to minus 13 and a half. You don't give up that much odds. Um, and so I'm expecting Oklahoma to, to um, which is number six, to beat UCF by at least two touchdowns. And then the third and last game 
circling back. It's time for the Hogs to win. Oh, oh, here we go, man. Oh, you're you're the kiss of the hair. Better not the Hogs, man. That, 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 they're going to win. They're going to win. Uh, KJ's going to show up, and the, I think the defense shows up this week. And I'm, we're going to give the six points. And so that's going to increase our odds really good. So we're going to take Penn State plus the points. Oklahoma, you're going to bite down to blow two touchdowns. Hogs minus six because we're going to win by a touchdown. And you get uh, four plus 450, so just under five to one odds. So I think that's a, a good early slate on Saturday. And so that's what I would suggest on Saturday. Um, on Sunday, we go to the NFL. Um, I'm doing a four-game parlay there. Um, and what we've got going on here early, the Bills at the Pats. The, I'm going to take the Bills' uh, money line. The reason I'm going to do that, the line's minus eight and a half. The reason you take the money line on Bills is uh, a lot of people don't realize that uh, Josh Allen hurt his shoulder mm-hmm. uh, on, on uh, last Sunday. He, he – Got a concu- he, he didn't get a concussion. He went to the blue tent, and then they didn't tell anybody, but he hurt his, he hurt his arm in that game. And everybody was like, how in the hell did the Giants keep up with the Bills, right? Well, he didn't have an arm. <laughs> you know? so if you know, go back in the game, he didn't throw a lot. And so, but still, the Pats are bad, right? And I think that the Bills will still pull this one out. They need to win. Look, they're trying to – the Jets are winning in that division. We talked about that division before. The Dolphins are winning in that division, and so they need to win. Um, and the Pats is an easy win that they have to have. So I'll take the, so I'll take the Bills there. Uh, the next game is the Commanders at the Giants. Um, actually, I thought the Giants looked better with Taylor back. They did. They <laughs> they did. They did. He, he would move, and he would make decisions, and he would extend the play. And, of course, they had Barkley back. But I was on the Commanders a couple weeks ago whenever they played the Bears. I think the Bears finally showed up. Justin Fields finally showed up a couple weeks ago, and we, we ran into a freight train. And so I'll take the Commanders. The Lions minus two, buy it to plus three. And um, if you do this with, like, Oakland anywhere or um, Saracen, the Lions don't move much by buying it to plus three. You would think it would, and it doesn't. So be conservative. Go to the plus three with the Commanders. If, that's a, if that becomes a game, it's going to be a close game. I think Commanders will beat them, though. Um, the third game I've got is Dolphins at the Eagles. And this is a this is a really good game. Um, Dolphins are uh, underdogs, two and a half points. I'm going to buy it above a touchdown, seven and a half. Dolphins right now are probably the best. I mean, they are the, the best offense in in, uh, in football. I think. I mean, we talked about everybody knows I like San Fran, but um, those receivers they have are incredible, and then the running backs are really good as well. Um, it's just if their defense can hang up with the Eagles. The Eagles. It depends on how they're going to come out in regards to their loss last week, right? Um, so they could come out, you know, a lot of times after a loss like that and do something. But I just – I'm struggling with the Eagles, Jeff. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I think it's Hurts as a quarterback. I think he's kind of like – I mean, he reminds me a lot of Dak when Dak was younger and he could scramble. And, you know, it's to a point, yeah, they got the little shove. But if they – you know, he's got – I saw they picked up Julio, but they got A.J. Brown and Smith. I mean, and they brought in uh, Swift, the running back, and they got game. Well, they got pieces. Um, their defense is good, but I just don't – It, I just don't see them doing it. Like, I still – to this day, last year, I don't think they would have made it to the Super Bowl if the, if the 49ers were healthy. 
Yeah. And they got some injuries in the secondary, too. Now, their front seven yeah. is killing everybody, but their secondary, they've got injuries on back end back there, too. And Hurts is throwing – you never know about guys. I mean, they, they bounce back, and Jalen's bounced back his whole career. But he doesn't look as comfortable. He's throwing more picks, you know. Yeah. Now he'll go uh, twenty-eight for thirty against the Cowboys, throw five hundred yards. But but <laughs> I mean, you know, but, right now that's what I'm saying is is you know he's looking, it ain't there. Now he's taking off, he's throwing picks, throwing and tempting throwing, and they worked on the deep ball, and he's throwing it up there. Right, AJ Brown, I throw it up there to him too. But yeah, I think on the Eagles, and I hope they stay that way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, I I mean, if anything, it's the on this game, I, I think it's safe. It's going to stay a one-score game, and that's why I buy it. A lot of people, a lot of people, are like, why would you pick that game? Because I think it's a one-score game, and yeah. and with the points, I, I think the Dolphins is, is the value there. Um, and then again, they're you know they're going against the Bills. They've got some good competition in that in that division. The last game I, I really was looking. There's some other games that were really hard, right? And uh, so. I'm going back to San Fran. I don't see them losing to the Vikings on, on uh, Monday night football. The Dolphins game, by the way, is that's a Sunday night game. And so I like that because I if, after I win early games and I can go and I can w- have a game to watch that night. And then the Monday night, you roll it all to Monday night, San Fran plays at Vikings. And I, I've been doing some reading. Um, McCaffrey's okay, right? And so yeah. he's the difference maker. He's there. They're going to stomp the Vikings without Justin Jefferson. So the line on that's minus seven. Then again, moving the lines, go to plus one. You parlay all these, you get three to one. It's, it's not bad odds, to be honest, um, if you if you really think that these NFL games stay within one score, which they have been. Look, and a lot of people are like, why would you push it to plus one, just hit money just hit money line? If you'd have hit plus one last week with the 49ers, you would have right? Because yeah. they lost one point. Yeah. So it, yeah. when the odds on these betting sites are the exact same, then take it, right? Yeah. And so, that's why you've got to play with the the teaser a little bit. So let me recap here. You got the Bills morning light, Commanders plus three. Yep. And then the Dolphins minus seven and a half. Plus seven. Plus and seven and a half. Yeah. And then plus one with the 49ers. Yep. That's what we got. Yeah, I uh, think you got to look at the 49ers, those injuries, and but they're going to bounce back. I mean, they're, they'll, you know how that goes. I mean, they're going to bounce back. I mean, they literally, that defense was, going into playing the Vikings defense versus playing that Browns defense is going to be like playing high school football, right, versus playing pro. And with that, I mean, Greenlaw was out, and he's, and he's I think he's out still, but he that's a he's a key piece. Big they, piece they, moved, they, they had to move over um, – I can't remember his name. The the other big linebacker they had, they had moved him over to the middle linebacker. He wasn't comfortable. Yeah. But um, but with that, even without Debo, 49ers bounce back. Uh, Elijah Mitchell's getting healthy again, and I, I don't. They tr- after McCaffrey went out last week, I think they tried to throw him in and run some. And he, if you notice, he ran two plays and they pulled him back out. But with that, McCaffrey's going to be back and they'll be fine. So, well, and I I tell you what scares you about them too is. He lost the injuries. No, Brock Purdy, Mister. I got a roommate. Yeah. I'm making twenty five dollars an hour. Quarterback yeah. in the NFL. I got you yeah. know, my fiance, and we got a, another guy. Or you know, I don't know that situation. They give that guy a raise a little bit or something. But you know, he takes them and drives them all the way down the field. 
and they got shot with a field goal. And so oh. that's a little scary too, right there. I mean, they, it, it you know, is scary, and it makes it makes you sit here and think of like, how can you have a good team like that? And I, w- I was talking to my dad about this. I said, how could you have a good team? You did everything you're supposed to do in a game that you should have really won at the end of the game. And then you've got a rookie kicker. I know he's one of the best kickers in, in college history, right, supposedly. How can you have a rookie kicker? <laughs> okay, Like, if I have this, your franchise is, is dependent upon it, I think I would have a kicker, right, that, that I know could make a, a one right down the middle. So, I know kickers, they, they well, get the battle. Well, you know, and I'm going to tell you a story about this. Tell you a story. It's a good story. Everybody, this, this, this is a top-notch story. So, Arkansas played Texas a couple years ago. I think it's Coach Pittman's first year, second year at Arkansas. And I was attending the game. And uh, we're sitting up there, me and Coach Linda, we're, we're fired up. And, you know, Hogs win. And she says, hey, we are going down. And I thought uh, we were going to the car. I thought we could, you know, big idea, kind of beat everybody there and all. And she directs said, no, we're going down to the field. And so we stormed the field. And I remember running into Dow Loggins. He was coming off of Sunday. He said, Coach Williams, what are you doing? I said, I'm storming the field like, like an 18-year-old, like an idiot. And so I'm out there running around. Happened to go up and talk to Jerry Jones with Greg the Leg at the time, who we just played Tampa Bay. He missed a couple kicks. Ran into Mr. Jones said, hey, we're going to do something about this kick. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're trying to win the Super Bowl. We've got, and he gets into it about, you know, how great Greg the Leg is, and he's good. But, yeah, I'm done with him if I missed a couple. I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you. <laughs> always done with and so it's beyond me to hit that point. If you're going to win, I mean, everything's down to the Super Bowl, and you're going to jog a rookie kicker out there. I know, right? Like, I mean, well, and, and, Cam and, Little, Cam Little, I'm all, all on that guy. That, hey, exactly. Let him kick it on second down just so we don't turn it oh. off. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, he got some you know, That's the thing in that game, Jeff, is that with 49ers, they had like 50 seconds left. It's like, yeah. get closer. Like, what are we doing? Like, just go ahead and score. But he was like, Ah, we're fine. He was settling for it, right? He was settling. Like, they were saying that Shanahan ran, like, two plays in the last, like, minute and a half, right? And this is a team that could sit there and – but I get it. He was trying to kick it on third down in case it was a bad snap, and he got it in the middle of the field. I get it all, right? But it's just like, damn, don't even put your kicker in that situation. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's – those guys are – I mean, the – Every week, I mean, it's getting down to those guys. Yeah, you hate it in in that part of it, but but they're very talented, very very talented, incredible. I mean, I wish I was a kicker. (laughs) I guarantee it. But the Forty Niners need to pay their quarterback. I mean, this is ridiculous. Yeah, come on, that that is true. I I agree with that. But that's what we got this week, Jeff. Well, Derek, good luck to you, man. Hey, tell our viewers how to find you as usual. Yeah. So it's it's getting it's getting better uh, on TikTok. Uh, follow Triple Crown. I also, I, I link it to the Instagram. Still, this whole year, I've already made a decision just based on time and me trying to get things together. I'm doing it. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna post every night. I'm actually some nights. If you also look, if there's a, a good uh, MLB baseball game on, or um, you know, a, a standard night, I will post every now and then a parlay that I'm playing. And I'll tell you this: if I post, I'm playing it. Okay, so I'm one of these guys that are just out here picking things. I, if I post, I play that. I play it. So um, uh, I stand behind. You what heard I do. it here first, ladies and gentlemen. The coaches in the mouth. If he posted, he's playing. But his money where his mouth is, right there, buddy. I am, 
I posted, I played. I mean, I don't, I don't do that, right? And so, yeah. um, sit on sideline. That's the key. And I will say one thing: if you, when you, if you ever get on there and you look, there's a lot of people. I got headquarters at times, right? Like friends and people, like, oh, how you, how you getting these odds? How you moving lines? I can't help it that I know how to do it better than most people and utilize the apps different, yeah. right? And so that, that's my thing: is like, um, you got to play it. Trust me, it took a lot of money to learn how to. <laughs> you know, to, to figure out how to move lines and do stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, uh, play with the apps, get to know it more. And if I, if I post a number, I actually got that number. So, uh, look into it. Okay. All righty. Well, we'll try to get it up on our social media also. So our yep. base and see it. Well, Derek, good luck to you. Hey, right. we'll be checking your work and see you next week, buddy. See you guys. See Man, what an amazing show. We got some, uh, Man, Coach Fimple's great. We got our picks in the Triple Crown guy, or, or uh, BSN Player of the Week had a great game for for Clinton, Arkansas this week. Big big victory over CAC. Hey, uh, Bray, let's go ahead and finish this thing up. Tell everybody where to to like and subscribe and where to find us. And man, we have really been rolling here the last week. I mean, we're subscribers. We still got to get that number up. Talk to everybody. Yep, the number's growing. Uh, we got 24 subscribers in the last uh, 15 days. So uh, we're heading the right direction, Coach. We, we, we need a couple more, and we'll, we'll start really uh, make a little bit of cash. And uh, and like we said earlier, you know, it's the, it's the people that jump on the show that, that brings the that brings the people. So um, look for us on YouTube. Uh, we are Coaches in the Mouth Pod. That's our handle. Like Every like and subscribe is a huge, huge deal uh, on Twitter. Uh, we are Coaches Pod. That's our handle. Where you can also find all of our episodes there or on Apple Podcasts. Well, another great show. Hey, another great week of football. Uh, look forward to it. It's uh, all we put out. Uh, Going to have Eric Coach Musselman on here here uh, mm-hmm. real soon and and get that out. I know a lot of fans, hog fans. Uh, uh, it's not basketball season yet, but it's right around the corner, and everybody's a big hog fan. So we'll have Coach on soon and and get that out there. Well, for Coach Jeff Williams, Coach Bray Cook. Uh, see you next time for the coaches in the pod. Everybody enjoy their Friday and Saturday nights and Sundays. See you later.